I think some of us are more aware of our lives at the beginning than others are. I remember my life before I had my identity. I was a part of the mass, a smelting mass, like a stream of molten lava flooding into the world. I remember the light. I remember the radiance and the shine as I came into the world of light and sunshine. Out of the dark, compact world where I was formed, I poured from a sense of nothingness into a stream of the flowing masses, life awareness, and the world. There was the brilliance of light to welcome me, and other lives flowing along as smooth as rivers. And I did flow along with the mass until I began to be vaguely aware that my life was soon to take a new turn, and I started to become individualized. But first, I was grouped in my time of education and cultivation, like the hard rock core that was stone from which Earth's foundations are made of solid ground, squared off at the corners, a world of peers and sameness. And before I had fully realized my new shape and condition, I found myself being pounded by the ways of civilized life into the usefulness and shape that I would someday become. It was proof that my life had a purpose, and a bent, and an inclination to one thing or to the other. So I waited, patiently, watchfully, preparing myself to shine with the best of them as I endured the pounding and the shaping of my life. The point of life that seems to go on forever and to no avail. The point where we are so aware of life and yet least able to do anything to change where we are, locked into the mold of the group while our education is processed. The time for the pounding of skills, the utilizing of the tools of life, readying us for being what we will someday be. Just when I thought I was forever fixed in the connectedness that pounded me thinner and thinner with each moment, I found myself in the sharp process that shapes our lives forever. The cutting edge of life, where we get the first glimpse of what we will actually be when completed. With my edges rounded off by the pounding of society's tools, and the frightening moment of realizing I was no longer connected with an umbilical of sameness to my peers. There was the strangeness of being jangled and jostled along with the crowd, but no longer connected. That fearful, free-falling feeling of realizing that I could fall off the chute alone. I could remain unsung, unclaimed, unknown, and undefined as to my value and my worth. But, on further consideration, I realized that the cutting edges of my life could have been in any form, shape, or fashion. And though I did not see the form I was being molded for, yet there was surely some thought in the plan. For the conveying belt of my life, alongside of the other individuals, was no dream. It was a very real flow of jangle and smatter and clatter of noise. The machines ceased not in their job, and I was unable to slow my pace. Slowly, I began to realize my life was not my own, but
but my thoughts were my own, and my anticipation was not to be shared or stolen by any of the others I had rubbed edges with. My rough edges were smoothed. The full extent of my life's broadness became apparent.